Of all the experiences that the disciples had with Jesus, this one had to have been literally the most stunning. Years later, Peter is still hearkening back to it, as we heard in the second reading today. This was written many years after the resurrection, as he said, we had been witnesses to his majesty. So this is what he is speaking about, this experience of the, of the transfiguration. So not only was Jesus transfigured, but it was a transformational moment for Peter, James, and John, who accompanied him to the top of the mountain. Their eyes were open to who he was. And um, their vision was widened. And that oftentimes happens when you go to the top of a mountain. They were able to see Jesus in a way they had never seen him before. The obstacles were taken away. They saw nothing but pure light that emanated from his being. You know, every day that he walked upon the earth, some of this remarkable brilliance um, was revealed to some of the most unlikely people that uh, saw it, that didn't expect to see it. And you do see it in the Gospels and other people. Think of the, um, think of the shepherds and the magi who came to see Jesus at his birth. They saw this brilliance. You see that in those, in those early Gospel stories. Or think of the uh, wedding feast of Cana and that couple at their wedding feast who suddenly had this abundance of wine when the wine had run short. Or think of the man who was born blind and suddenly opens his eyes and sees Jesus. Or think of the woman who was caught in adultery and experiences the compassion of Jesus, she who was about to be stoned to death, and all those people walking away who were about to condemn her. Or think of the young man whom Jesus raised from the dead and who was lifted up and given back to his mother. All these people had seen Jesus in a way that no one else had seen him, got a glimpse of that glory. So for the disciples, though, they went to an out-of-the-way place. They went to a mountaintop where they had this incredible experience. In many ancient religions, mountaintops were thought to be the dwelling place of the gods, where sacred encounters took place. We hear about this happening in the Old Testament. This past week we've been reading from the book of Exodus where Moses encountered God and his face too shone with such brilliance and light that he had to, he had to shield his face. People couldn't look at it because they saw, he saw God. So even today, mountaintops are good places for us too to get away from the hustle and the bustle of life 
They can be a good place to pause and reflect upon if you have some important decision to make. From mountaintop, of course, you can see a long ways. So it's a good place for insight. In a world that we live in today that's so much on the move, where we're always multitasking, we need places like mountaintops to get a perspective on life. I've been privileged in my own life to do a lot of skiing and get to the tops of a lot of mountains, do a lot of backpacking as well at mountaintops, climbed a lot of mountains on my bike, crossing a lot of passes. I've been literally to the tops of hundreds of mountains. I never tire of the experience, and I'm always amazed at the sacredness of the moment. And no matter how many people you meet at the top of these mountains, there's something always naturally quiet and hushed when you get to the top of these mountains. Of course, we live in central Ohio here, not many tall mountains here. It's flat as a pancake, right? But you don't have to go very far from here because, you know, right in southern Fairfield County, we have some pretty good vistas from some pretty good hills. Pickerington Hill Road, not too far from here. It's a good climb. Good climb on your bike if you want to try it. Try it sometime. Some nice vistas not too far from here. But you don't have to climb a hill or a mountain. You can choose to go on a retreat, like our youth are on this weekend, okay, our, our, our leadership, our, our team leaders from our youth. Or you just turn off the radio in your car. Sometimes I just, on my bicycle, pull off the road and I'm in amazement right now these weeks, the beauty of the vistas of all the corn. Corn and the soybeans are doing incredible, okay, with all the moisture, the month of July. It's been an incredible year for growth. We all need to find ways to do what the disciples heard from the, from the cloud in the gospel today. Listen, listen to him. When the disciples were on that mountain, they got more than what they expected. They got a momentary glimpse of how special Jesus was. They heard a voice that guided them. This is my beloved son with whom I am well pleased. Listen to him. And then Jesus told them not to tell anyone about what they experienced because Jesus was going to have to go down that mountain, go to another hill, which was Calvary experiences death and then resurrection. So it was obvious that the disciples still had lots to learn before they could talk about this experience. We've all done exactly what the disciples did here in this hour, here this morning. We've come apart from our daily lives for just a short time to listen to him. What he always has to say to us in our lives is to bring us peace and well-being in our lives. And there are many competing voices with his. It's not always easy, I know. You may be thinking, I need to be here, 
or this is what else I have to do in this day when I leave, the next thing, and on and on. But we really need to try to unplug when we're here and try to listen what Jesus is trying to say to us and the events and people of our lives. The other day when I was out on my bike, I got caught in one of those brief storms that was forming and actually about 25 miles east of here got a little worse than what it was right here in Pickerington. First I saw the rain on the horizon. I could actually see it raining out in front of me about a mile or so down the road. I thought, uh-oh, I'm going to get wet. And then the next thing, not only did I see it, but that I, I heard it. I heard it. There was nothing but corn all around me. It was out near Millersburg. That's why they have the corn festival out in Millersburg, okay, because there's nothing but corn out there. Then I heard all the, the rain on the corn, but I still didn't feel the rain. And then just that fast, there was nothing around me but corn, just that fast, there was about a half dozen very, very tall pine trees. That's all there was. And I, I just ducked underneath those pine trees, and just that fast, the rain hit. And those trees were really thick, and they kept me really dry for about 20 minutes as that storm passed through there. And I don't know, didn't know while I was there who to thank. Would I thank my guardian angel, okay, or thank Jesus? But someone was watching over me to get right there at that moment. But one thing I know is that uh, the blessing didn't come from my pedaling, but it came from the hand of God. And had we not had that shower, I don't think I would have had that time of prayer underneath those pine trees. It gave me time to do exactly what we heard in the gospel today. Listen. Listen to him. And there's not one of us here that doesn't need to pay attention to those words. Listen to him. The disciples on the mountain had a graced experience, and now so do we. Jesus sent his Spirit, and his Spirit enables us to listen to him, to act on his word, and to strive to follow him with our lives. May we be attentive to his voice and his word in our lives this week.